0: Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. Cut It Straight is a podcast helping you pursue excellence in your preaching and ministry. In this episode, we're going to take a break from our current series, and we're going to look at eight principles to help you cut it straight. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. In today's episode, we're going to look at eight principles for cutting it straight, or how we could rightly divide the Word of Truth. When the preacher, the teacher, the man of God prepares a lesson, a sermon, or a series of sermons, it's very important that he take the right steps to rightly interpret the Word of God. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, in the King James Version, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Stephen J. Lawson says this, Rightly dividing the biblical text is what undergirds rightly preaching the biblical text. This is what Charles Spurgeon, the great prince of preachers, says, Be masters of your Bibles, brethren. Whatever other works you have not searched, Then search them, but be at home with the writings of the prophets and the apostles. Output requires intake. In order for you to preach or teach, you must first become a student of the Bible. Take in large amounts of Scripture. Read from Genesis to Revelation over and over again. Be familiar with your Bible. Break it in. Know where things are at. Then read one Bible book over and over again. Get familiar with Each individual book of the Bible, whether it's from the Old Testament or the New, you can't teach or preach what you do not know. The word study in 2 Timothy 2.15 in the Greek is spadazo, which means to make diligent or to be diligent, to make every effort to present oneself as approved unto God. Every preacher, every minister is to make every effort to take the pains, to be zealous and eager in the study of the Word of God. The result is to rightly divide, cut it straight, the word of truth. Rightly divide, which we talked about in our first episode, means to interpret or to analyze properly. The man of God is to cut it straight. He's to make sure what he is saying is backed by correct interpretation of Scripture. You are to make every effort to rightly handle Scripture. Study and preparation is hard work. Paul calls it being a workman. The man of God labors in the study so he can serve the people in the pulpit. This is no light work. This is not for the lazy. Sermon prep requires diligence. Rightly interpreting Scripture requires taking the pains to make sure your interpretation is is correct. Because you're doing this as one approved unto God, what you preach is going to be required of you. You will give account for handling God's Word. There is to be a great seriousness and gravity to our study. The technical term for this is called hermeneutics. There are a lot of great resources on how to rightly interpret Scripture. There are a lot of great books on hermeneutics, and I'll try to put some of those in the show notes. But I want to give you eight principles for cutting it straight today. Number one, consider the context. The man of God must study the context of the biblical text. Start by noting the larger context, and then proceed to the immediate context. Where is the text found? Is it the Old Testament or the New Testament? Does the text look forward to the coming of Christ? Or is it looking back at His first advent? Is this ceremonial law? If so, what part was fulfilled by Jesus Christ? Is it found in the Gospels, the Acts of the Apostles? Or one of Paul's letters? Is it a psalm or a proverb? Is it one of the historical books? Who's the author? Who was it written to? Why was it written? When was it written? What was said before the Scripture text? What was said after it? What's the theme of the book? These are questions you must answer if you're going to consider the context. Much misunderstanding of Scripture... Comes from overlooking this vital step. If you don't consider the context, chances are you're going to take it out of context. Number two, identify the literary genre. The minister, the preacher, should seek to understand the different types of biblical literature. There are historical accounts, there are narratives, there are books of poetry, proverbs. There are parables, there are laws, biographies, letters. There's also apocalyptic literature, such as Daniel and Revelation. And listen, apocalyptic literature uses lots of imagery and figures of speech. One must take all of this into account when cutting it straight. There are a lot of great study Bibles available that can help you identify the literary genre of the particular book that you're studying. And this is a great lesson for you to learn as you're preparing and you're studying. It'll give you depth to your lesson or your sermon. Number three, examine the original languages. The Old Testament was written primarily in Hebrew, and the New Testament was written primarily in Greek. You do not need to be fluent in these languages to study the Bible. However, we must take serious consideration that our common English was not used. Words change over time, especially from ancient languages to modern languages. Concordances and Bible software will be of great assistance in this area. And this shouldn't be overlooked. The minister can find much to use in his sermons if he will take the time to explore the original languages. Please note, do not define English words with modern dictionaries. So when you come to an English word in your translation you define it from the original language and not from Merriam-Webster. Now, you can use that to help you a little bit, but you the original authors were not speaking English, so it's important that you go back and get the understanding of why that biblical writer used those particular words. And there's a great uh, load of information that can really give you a great uh, a skeleton to your sermon if you'll just uh, do some research in the original languages. Number four, eight principles for cutting it straight. Number four, discern figures of speech. We use figures of speech every day. Some of our figures of speech are not cross-cultural. I've been overseas and ministered in Spain and uh, Africa, and many of the figures of speech that we use in English are do not translate. The same holds true with biblical texts. Uh, Are there allegories or metaphors in your text? Is hyperbole being used? Are there word pictures being used? What type of imagery might be conveyed in the text? Look for words such as like or as. These will will help you indicate whether or not you're dealing with figures of speech. And It's very important that if you're dealing with figures of speech, that you understand what that meant in that culture. Number five, research the history. It is imperative that the man of God study and research the historical context of the passage. The background must be explored and other resources consulted. Time plays an important factor in reading the Bible. There are thousands of years that have surpassed from when the Scripture was originally written to now. So it's important that you research the history Study the governments, the social backgrounds, the political climate, and so forth. Where is the biblical text located within redemptive history, before Christ or after His first coming? So it's important you you, you research the history, and this will help add flesh to the skeleton of your sermon. It gives a lot of great depth, and a lot of my sermons uh, that I've preached that I've found to be helpful uh, will will lean on the the history of a text, the background. It helps give life to your text and give meaning to your text. It's a great uh, study in your sermon preparation. Number six, survey geography. Many of my sermons, uh, especially if they're from the Old Testament and the historical books like 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Chronicles, uh, the kings, uh, even some of the prophets. If you could locate where they have taken place, the geography, the names of the cities, the regions, the mountains, there is a lot of great information available to you to help you in your sermon prep. Along with the historical context, study this geographical information. This should not be overlooked, for it can yield much vital information for interpretation and your sermon. Number seven, study the culture. Take into consideration the cultural background of the text. If Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, then you need to study the cultural norms in Corinth at the time of Paul's writings. If Timothy is overseeing the churches in Ephesus, then you should take the time to study the culture in Ephesus. Do not try to put our culture into biblical settings. Instead, you must use what you find to help bridge the gap from the biblical culture to our own not vice versa. Number 8. Document the Theology One Scripture text will not be able to produce a single doctrine. If a text is speaking of a doctrine, or so you believe, then it must be set against the rest of Scripture. It must fit into the larger framework of the entire Bible. We do not interpret all the Bible through one verse, we interpret one verse through the whole lens of Scripture. This is where you should study key and essential doctrines of the Bible. It will provide a litmus test for everything else you read and study, whether from the the Bible or from other sources. There have been many who have been led astray because they find one thing in one verse and they build a doctrine out of it. All of Scripture is theology. All of the Bible is doctrine. But it's important that we interpret Scripture with Scripture. And you'll help yourself rightly divide the word of truth. You'll cut it straight if you'll follow these eight principles. Let me go through them one more time. Number one, consider the context. Number two, identify the literary genre. Number three, examine the original languages. Number four, discern figures of speech. Number five, research the history. Number six, survey geography. Number seven, study the culture. And finally, number eight, document the theology. These are eight steps, eight principles to help you cut it straight, to prepare your sermons, to prepare your lessons. If you will do this and you'll take the time and you'll make the effort, you'll be one who's approved of God. That's what Paul says in 2 Timothy 2.15. If you'll study... You will show yourself approved unto God and you'll be a workman that doesn't need to be ashamed because you have rightly divided the word of truth. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight Podcast. We'll continue our series 12 Marks of the Man of God in our next episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast Go to my Facebook page, N.S. Whitley. Also, follow me on Twitter at N.S. Whitley. For more information, go to my website, nswhitley.com.